live in the moment, strive for the future, but be absolutely proud to hold your head up high of the journey that you're on. And you have the ability, if it's not going down the way, the road that you want it, you have the ability to change direction. And that's powerful. Hi there, everyone. My name is Ryan Illiman, and I'm a student here at Queen's University, Belfast. This is Alumni Anthologies, the podcast show where I sit down with the alumni of Queen's University and discuss their stories and experiences before and after graduation. With the educational year coming to a close, I had the pleasure to interview Rebecca McKinney. Now, that name might sound familiar to you. She is a fashion designer and blogger hailing straight from my home city of Belfast. One of her most notable achievements is being a presenter on one-third of the Pete Snowden Breakfast Show on Cool FM. Accolade after accolade. I could go on for hours. But why not let her tell you herself? Hi, my name is Rebecca McKinney. I'm a radio presenter, currently one-third of the Cool FM Breakfast Show and I'm a fashion stylist. Whenever I was at Queen's, I studied law. Thank you very much for coming on to the show, Rebecca. The first question I have to ask is, how did you actually find your degree? So I was always much more an English-based student at school. So I wasn't into maths, I wasn't good at science, but English and art was my thing. So um, I went to an all-girls grammar school in East Belfast and loved my time at school but I think in terms of careers when I was there it was very much if you were good at Englishy type type subjects maybe law or teaching would be good options for you and if you were good at science you know maybe like going down the medical route so for me law was something that I was always interested in because English lit was my my favorite subject and it was probably the one that I was best at So it was always an option. My parents are both teachers, so I didn't really want to go down the family route of doing a PGCE and becoming a mini version of my mum and dad. So I decided that a law degree would at least give me options. So it was always something that I wanted to do, but I knew to get into Queen's that I was going to have to do really well results-wise. So I picked my subjects carefully for my A-levels. So I knew I was doing, I did history, English lit, Um, I did religious studies and then art was sort of my passion project that I got to have a bit of fun with but I knew that I was going to if I worked hard enough hopefully be able to get the grades that I needed to get into Queen's because it was so competitive I'm sure it's still the same you needed to get straight A's to get into the law school Um, so it was a lot of hard work but I very much have my head in the space where if I do a law degree it's going to be able to take me anywhere and it has. Most certainly it has. It seems like you've just went completely left field. One second you're studying law at Queen's and the next thing you know you're a fashion blogger and cool FM presenter. How did you actually get to that point? I know it is It is strange. When you asked me to come on and do this, I was trying to think about how I can logically, for the listener, explain how I managed to get from being a law student to being a fashion stylist. Um, and I loved my degree. I knew that it was going to give me options. But I couldn't always see myself necessarily being a lawyer. And I have like my best friend who I went through school with. We both did Lot Queens together. And she is, she is a solicitor now and loves it. And she sort of went down the traditional route. But for me, um, it was always a springboard and something that I knew could take me on to different opportunities. So um, whenever I graduated from Queens, the bar exam came up. Um, and I had to pass that in order to get on to the next step of studying to be a fully-fledged 
solicitor or barrister and it was so so competitive there are hundreds of students that do it and only the top 100 get through um, and I I wasn't in the top 100 and got put on a waiting list and it was the first time in my life that I probably had failed something academic and at the time as you can imagine it was something that I just had a bit of a meltdown about in reality now I look back it was the best thing that could happen to me because I actually think going through a hurdle and maybe not feeling feeling something actually I think can be positive if you if you turn it into a positive thing so for me it made me look at different directions um so from there after I finished further education um then I got into fashion marketing and um from there opportunities and doors opened to get into fashion styling around the fashion styling department at Victoria Square um, and through that I always had an interest in hosting events and fashion shows um, and doing media work through them so that eventually opened doors to me hosting events for Victoria Square and that's where I got picked up by Cool FM and the rest is history. To kind of put you into my situation right now, I'm nearly coming to the end of my stay at university and I really wanted to know from your perspective, how did you feel in this scenario when you only have a few weeks left? So it is a really frightening time and I, I'm a planner. I am a Virgo. I like everything to be planned and organised. I like to know where I'm going. So that transition period of change from leaving university to going out into the big wild wide world and having to get your first job was something that really scared me and then I had the bump in the road with the bar exam which meant that my whole path that I had planned for myself where I would go to law school I would do the exam I would get in get a training contract then I would become a solicitor and it was that whole plan for my life that had been very much set in stone in my mind just was totally thrown up in the air um so at the time, I was terrified, but now, as a as a much older person looking back, it was it was a good thing that it happened to me because sometimes when the path seems too smooth and things don't work out, then you don't know how to cope with failures. Whereas when you're forced to maybe take a slightly different turn in the road, it can lead you to wonderful things, which it has done with me. But you have to be open minded and brave enough to do it. Um, so for me, it was a real. A real confidence builder to throw myself into situations that I didn't expect to be in and create opportunities for myself because as you know um, being a creative person and being in Northern Ireland I think opportunities don't they don't come knocking on your door and here especially you have to put yourself out there um, in order to get opportunities and um, I graduated into a recession so the, there were so few jobs anyway um, and the world was in a very different place. So I ended up having to do work experience for almost a year and work work for free in companies that I admired, in marketing agencies that I really liked, um, just to try and get experience. And eventually, after making all the teas and coffees, picking up people's laundry, um, doing runs to the post office, all those jobs that as a law graduate, I sort of in my head was thinking, I have worked so hard for my degree there's, it's been such an expensive way to go to university. All this money has been spent and I'm photocopying stuff. But actually, you just have to swallow your pride, do your time. And eventually, that interning opportunity um, led me to actually getting a job, my first full-time job in that marketing agency with them. There was a lady I was shadowing. She was going on maternity leave and they gave me a chance. 
it was a fashion marketing firm. It was looking after big shopping centers, so it was retail marketing. Um, and I didn't really have a clue what I was doing, but I knew that there was something I was passionate about. And I was determined to be a big sponge and just learn from everybody around me. And fake it till you make it was very much my attitude. Um, I didn't tell the bosses that, but in my head, I was like, I have to make this work. And then Victoria Square were a client of ours. I worked on their their campaigns. And then whenever they had an opportunity in their styling role, when that opened up, they gave me a shot. So to me, it's all about opening doors. And that started with being... Um, being brave enough to go to, to go to Queens to do a law degree that has stood me in good stead as such a such a strong academic foundation throughout the rest of my life and ultimately doing law at Queens taught me how to communicate effectively and that is now what I do for a living. Was there any skills you developed at university that helped you get into the workplace after graduation? I think definitely having having the the confidence to be a girl with a brain was something that that law degree at Queen's taught me because everyone was smart, everyone was hungry, everyone really, really wanted it. And I think sometimes you can downplay being a smart girl and you can downplay being ambitious, which is wrong. So that definitely taught me that it was okay to be proud of being a smart girl. And um, that definitely has stuck with me, particularly now whenever I'm working in a very male dominated industry. So reflecting on your university experience, what would you say was your proudest moment? Oh, that is a good question. And I wish I'd prepped for this. Um, obviously, I mean, graduation standard, it was a special day. It rained. I remember I got this orange dress because I've always been in, into fashion. Even as a law student, I always tried to slip it in there somewhere. So I remember getting this really like bright orange dress to wear under my gown and I remember thinking for ages about the neckline and how that would sit you know under your under the way that the gown and then that the hood thing over the top of it um and it was a really really wet day and I remember the Belfast Telegraph were there taking pictures and they took a photograph of me outside um Mandela Hall and my mum still has it framed in her house but it was just one of those days where it was a real it was a real achievement because third year was a slog and it was a lot a lot of work and we worked so hard to get to that point and I remember just being so relieved that I got that 2-1 and I got over the line it was almost like a tick tick box so that was definitely definitely a proud moment um I'm trying to think I wish I had any other like it, I think it was almost every every time exam results would come round, and as I mentioned before, you know, there were some of the most intelligent young people in the country were on that on that course, and I definitely wouldn't have been top top of the class, not even close. Um, so every time I managed to pass exams at the end of every year, I remember that being a bit of a you were able to take a breath. Then it was like okay breathe out it's done go and enjoy your summer and we're back and, and we'll go again and I think for me I always tried to take it year at a time um and I was always relieved and so proud when I got we got to the end of it because it was hard work and I think now that's something that I appreciate because I have never been I've had the training I, I've known my training from my law days at Queen's that if you put in the hard work you'll get there in the end and you'll get the results at the up at the end of it um so that was definitely important training and life lessons for me now where my whole schedule is about juggling things 
and delivering for people all the time, whether it's clients, whether it's the radio station in the morning, whether it's for my own brand stuff, just delivering for the very high expectations I have of myself. And I think a real pride for me has been getting that, getting that to one degree and getting through, getting through it and doing, doing well and being proud and having that certificate on my bedroom wall, my mum and dad's house. And when I had a horrific fringe that still haunts me to this day, wasn't proud of that, but the rest of it I'm very proud of. This has been a wonderful conversation and I really don't want it to end, but the final question I have for you is this. If you could talk to any student, alumni, anyone currently in university or has left, if you could tell them anything about your experience after university, what would it be? I think that I would say you, your journey is only starting whenever you graduate. And that seems really frightening at the time, but it is also the most exciting thing. And when you're at uni, you feel like you have forever. Like the, you know, you, you're so young and everything, like a year feels like an eternity. And when you go out into the big bad world and life starts to move quickly, it really picks up a pace. And before you know it, you're 34 <laughs> and you're looking back at the fringed girl standing on the steps of the law building like at 18 and she feels like it was yesterday, but that absolutely wasn't yesterday. Um, and there are so many exciting and scary and different things that will happen to you along your journey of where you're meant to be career-wise but life is really short and if you don't enjoy the moment you're in then it's going to be wasted and I would have been really guilty of worrying so much about the future and what was happening next that I didn't enjoy the moment of where I am right now and I've tried to make a conscious decision in latter years to really focus on the now rather than worrying or always striving for the next thing in the future because it isn't guaranteed and I was really ill last year um, and it it was a frightening time and I nearly didn't make it through and I think going through something like that unexpectedly definitely makes you reevaluate your life and what's important and for me now it has to be cherishing the little things enjoying every single opportunity you get whether it's in your personal life or especially if it's in your career and like celebrate the small wins even if they're just if they seem small to everybody else but they're important to you you need to celebrate it um so that's what i would leave anybody who's listening to this right now live in the moment strive for the future but be absolutely proud to hold your head up high of the journey that you're on and you have the ability if it's not going down the way the road that you want it you have the ability to change direction and that's powerful and with that we have reached the end of our chat rebecca you have been a wonderful guest and it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the show it is a pleasure look after yourself and good luck good luck post-graduation i know we're going to hear lots from you Alumni Anthologies is a Sark Media production, made possible via broadcast production at Queen's University Belfast. Hosted and edited by Ryan Elliman, produced by Aileen Carson. The Alumni Anthology theme is Metal Pad by Pure Indigo. Thank you very much for listening, and I hope to catch you in the next episode. <laughs>